is Dallas Cowboys Crosstalk. Crosstalk. Check this out. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Brought to you by A Number One Air, the official HVAC and electric partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com. Make your crypto play today. The National Medal of Honor Museum. Join the mission at mohmuseum.org. Buffalo Wild Wings. And by SWBC Mortgage. Customized solutions to help you meet your personal and business goals. Visit swbc.com. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton and Kevin Gray. Welcome to week number two of the National Football League Cowboys Jets. It is Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan. Joined as always by my partner, six-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion, member of the Black College Football Hall of Fame, Nate Newton joining me as always. Nate, what's going on? Man, I'm, I'm geeked, man. You ready for yeah, week I'm two, geeked, Nate? But it's, this is uh, this Giants 2.0 when we bring these Jets up in here. <laughs> it's a slaughter <laughs> and slaughter. <laughs> we're gonna get yes, to, sir. We're going to get to plenty of that here <laughs> throughout the course of the next hour. Also joining us this week from 105 through the fan, he is a three-time Hall of Famer, my broadcast partner every weekend. Chris Arnold joining us here on Cowboys. Chris, good yes. to see you. Happy to have you on Cowboys Crosstalk Most this definitely. week. Most definitely. We get ready for week number two. And our Cowboys legend this week, nine-year NFL veteran, three years with the Dallas Cowboys from 1999 to 2001, All-American wide receiver at Notre Dame. Naltra. Heisman runner-up back in 1990 and member of the 2019 College Football Hall of Fame. Yes. Rocket Ishmael joining us this week on Cowboys. Yes, privilege, honor and a privilege. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Rocketology. That's right. Oh, I like that. I like that. Rocketology. I like that. Well, we're going to get plenty of that throughout the next hour here. But let's recap, obviously, what happened on Sunday night, gentlemen. The Dallas Cowboys put on a historic beatdown of the New York football Giants, 40 to nothing in Gotham City. And Chris Arnold, this team got off to what I believe was the perfect start. Offense, defense, special teams, all three phases of the game locked in and were able to destroy the New York Giants on Sunday Night Football. The most amazing part about that game for me, I mean, it was just absolutely amazing to watch it play out. But then the pouring rain and the Cowboys offense did not turn the ball over. Here's what's wild. The Giants couldn't do anything right in the rain, but both teams were playing in the rain. And I'm just wondering, had the weather been better, the Cowboys might have beat them even worse. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, wait a minute, no turnovers, the defense going crazy. I don't know why the Giants didn't try to keep running the ball because they were successful that first drive until the turnovers happened. But at the same time, I'm like, the Cowboys are playing like it ain't raining except for the certain tight end groups they couldn't get, catch the ball with, but no turnovers. And the offensive line was blocking. I was, I was very impressed. And, and the defense, man, that defense, best in the NFL right now. You know what, man? I, I don't want to take away nothing from Rocket, man. I'm just going to say one word. Domination, <laughs> baby. Well, <laughs> Rocket, what did you think? Let me tell you something, man. The joy that I felt, and I have to be – Totally honest, full disclosure. <laughs> I did not get a chance to watch the game. I was uh, indisposed, if you will. <laughs> okay. However, I did watch the highlights. And prior to watching the highlights, everyone I spoke to that asked me if I saw the game and then proceeded to tell me <laughs> every <laughs> single play that I did not see, right, right. they made me feel like the night. 
the 2000 Ravens defense was Ooh, resurrected right. as uh, this uh, year's Dallas Cowboys. It made me realize maybe Dan Quinn had an idea of what the defense was really going to be and didn't go and pursue any head coaching jobs for last year. And it made me feel like, as always, we're one game from the Super Bowl. Like, that's what <laughs> it made me feel like after hearing the reports Whew. of what the Dallas Cowboys did when they went up north. Nate, the anatomy of a 40 to nothing beatdown got started with this defense and then the special teams with the blocked field goal, and it was game on from there. From your perspective, what stood out to you most about what the Cowboys did against the Giants that encourages you about what they're going to be doing in week two here? Now, I'm going to pull a rocket curve. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> rocket curve, okay. rocket numetry in here. What it made me realize that Coach McCarthy said, you know what, I ain't here to mess this up. So he called the right plays, yeah. 30 runs, yeah. 25 passes, mm. kept control of the ball, defense giving them short fields, kicking field goals when necessary, scoring touchdowns when they can. Good situational that, oh, football. Man, I just love the way Coach McCarthy handled You know what that. that was? The difference between, don't get me wrong, Kellen Moore, very brilliant young guy. Good. Very brilliant offensive coordinator. But that game Sunday offensively was based on wisdom. In other words, McCarthy said, I see how this is being played out. Yes. I'm going to trust my defense to carry this. It's raining. I'm not going to assume the quarterback's going to run the same uh, game plan we were practicing all week long. Yes. And, and that's the difference between wisdom and just knowledge. I mean, Kellen has lots of knowledge. He's only going to get better over time. Okay. But Mike McCarthy. How has long? <laughs> not long enough to be here. Yeah, not around here. Yeah, not around here. But Mike McCarthy got That's that right. wisdom. Yeah. He's calling plays according to the. I mean, it's like this is what you got to. This is what I expect in the playoffs. In all yes. seriousness. Yes. Now, one of the things, and if I were to say, hey, okay, can I temper the conversation or the expectations? Mm. One of the things I would add would be, once you get the lead, in NFL anyway, now. You're fighting from behind, and you're becoming predictable offensively. And when you're predictable against an NFL coordinator, you Woo. don't have a chance. No. And, and I felt like when I was watching the highlights, I was like, oh, yeah, they, it's over now. We know what they have to do, right? and right. we could take that away easy. What yeah. stood out to you most as you were watching those highlights about what you saw from defense, special teams, offensive? What was things stood out to you most? Momentum, and you said it earlier, Chris, they showed one camera view where it didn't seem like on television it was raining. But then they brought it really close. And I was like, man, these are some raindrops the size of raisins. <laughs> so it was like I was so impressed with the fact that offensively, man, no miscues, no turnovers. And it, those, I would say, were the things that stood out to me while I was watching the highlights. The number is 40, gentlemen. Since head coach Mike McCarthy arrived in 2020, the Cowboys have scored 40 points in 12 games. The most 40-point outings among NFL teams, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and Buffalo are tied for second with seven 40-point games during that span. Nate, when you looked at what you saw, we'll get to the defense plenty throughout the course of the show. Mm -hmm. Offensively, you started to touch on it with Mike McCarthy from a play-calling standpoint. What do you want to see now going into week two to build off of what you saw in week one, even with not necessarily a lot of gaudy numbers from the offense? This is, this is what Coach did. 
He pulled the guard. He pulled the tackle. He gave you, he gave you different looks. He gave you spread offense. He gave you the, the running back. He gave you uh, the, the single running back with the, with the four guys. He gave you two tight ends. He gave you so many looks, but yet keeping it simple. Now he's going to expand on those looks. Yeah, a lot of stuff he didn't have to show due to the rain and due to the fact that they had such a big lead. He just said, I'll give you some looks. I'll give you some different formations. And then I'll work some things from this point right here. We have only gotten on the tip of what we call the West Coast offense. We have a fullback now. I think it's, it's, it's days that's coming down the road, maybe mm -hmm. not this game, where you'll see that. Now, I, I'm going crazy, and I'm, I'm talking foolish, you know, because <laughs> okay. I'm excited. It's okay. But I understand what also what these uh, Jets bring defensively. It's, mm -hmm. it's a different flavor, but he just gave you so many looks, man. Let me say this. I'm going to quote Michael Irvin, our favorite 88. Well, put it like this, one of our favorite 88s. After the game, he tweeted this out. He said, I had myself – a 40 burger with a donut for dessert. Right, right, right. <laughs> 42 oh. nothing. <laughs> yeah. No, and it was great to watch, obviously, because not only with the defense and special teams, you were talking about the situational football and what Mike McCarthy was doing from a game planning standpoint. Rocket, talk to me about what it means to have that kind of confidence when you see your head coach or your offensive play caller in a rhythm and being able to understand situationally how to dictate what's going to be happening for the rest of the game, especially when your defense has been able to give you a lead the way that they did. Man, let me tell you something. I don't care how talented you are or what uh, your past has brought to your present as far as success. If in the present you are not on the same page, if there's no harmony within the huddle, there's no harmony within the, the structure that you're participating in, you cut your chances of reaching your full potential almost in half. And I've been in huddles where a call would come in from the sideline <laughs> and the doggone quarterback would, <laughs> as he's calling it, and, and this happened, uh, full disclosure, this happened my first year here in Dallas. And I was like, uh-oh, this is not good. <laughs> and then when the, when, when the heart of the team went down, the not good showed up. Mm -hmm. so, but it was like that disunity, man, it's, you can't that you can't – be your optimal. You can't reach your full potential if you don't have the, the unity, the agreement, the confidence that everybody is on the same page, starting with the head man in charge on the sideline. And it looked like we saw that on Sunday night. It reminded me last year of the beatdown that the Cowboys gave the Minnesota Vikings, where in all three phases of the game, they seemed to click. It felt that way on Sunday night. Rocket talking about that unity, that connection, that harmony there. Did you see that between all three units on Sunday night based on how they performed against the Giants that night? Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> that talking is to me? hilarious. I thought you wanted to rob. I thought you wanted to rob. No, I was uh, talking to you. Oh, my God. I dropped <laughs> the ball. Big dude dropped a fumble, baby. <laughs> Can you repeat that? Oh, I am so I told sorry. I it was about to do sign wow. language. Wow. I'm like, hold on. You got it. Yeah, you can sign language. Yeah, I got you. Did, you. did you see the unity between all three units on Sunday night when the Cowboys beat down the Giants? No, I didn't. I did not see any unity. 
Not, <laughs> no, none, not at, at all. all. Not, not at all. None at all. Not at all. You didn't see any yeah, of it. I saw Brotherhood. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I, I, mean, I love it. I mean, I love he went to Notre Dame. He know unity it. means. <laughs> I saw closeness and together. Yes. I went to fam. I'm a little bit more. No, I saw unity, bro. And it started with Micah Parsons in that defense. Yes, yes. It started with Diggs in that defense. And the young guy, number 30, I can't even pronounce the kid. Wanya Thomas. And the number 19, I definitely can't pronounce his name. What's that dude, Noah what? It ain't the arc, is it? Noah, what's Fresh 19? from Miami. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bruh. Noah, See, I. I am so sorry I was off key there trying to be in the social media world. I am so sorry. But, bruh, did we see unity? Man, as you see all these people here that have said grace and eating their food as one, yes. That, that's that's, some unity that that's some right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Chris, we got two minutes. Some rocketomics, man. <laughs> that's that's yeah. rocketology right there. Yeah, rocketology. We got two minutes before we take our first break, Chris. What was, oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. You, you, you recover so well. You're good. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> Best thing that stood out to you throughout the entire performance that you want to see, that you have to see in week two against the Giants. Um, against the Jets, excuse me. Uh, I just, we've been harping on it. Dan Quinn letting them pin their ears back and go after the quarterback. Put it like this, Aaron Rodgers ain't going to play. So we know, okay, this quarterback, Zach Wilson, is not Aaron Rodgers. You don't have to worry about, okay, uh, uh, we can't go after the quarterback who's got to watch out for whatever. I mean, you go after this quarterback and you do to him what you did to Danny Dimes. To me, just let them go after the quarterback and, and continuation. In other words, I don't see you having to change up too much because the quarterback is not otherworldly. I'm going to tell you something, man. The advantage that the Jets got that, it, that the, the Giants didn't have is they know better. Mm. They know better, bro. And they're going to run the ball. The it can be third and eight. Uh-huh. They running the ball, dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, they, they running the ball because anything else is unsimilized. I see what you're saying. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, I'm telling you. that They said we're not going to let Zach Wilson go down, too. Thank you. You got to support your young quarterback. I mean, not that he's the first rookie young, yeah. but right. he's, still he's still young. He's got to prove himself. So uh -huh. being able to have that stable running game. And if your defense is nice, and if you keep the defense from being in a position where they have to play catch up, man, I think you'll be all right. Let's take our first break here on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC at SWBC Customized Solutions for Individuals and Businesses. Or just mm. a click away, visit SWBC.com to learn more and start your next adventure. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan. Nate Newton. Bumbleida. No, <laughs> Three-time <laughs> Hall of Famer Chris Sarner, our Cowboys legend. Rocket Ismail joining us here live at the Cowboys Club Rocket at the Star in Frisco. Coming up next, we're going to get into Cowboys Jets. No Aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson going to be the starter. And this ferocious defense for the Jets. We preview Jets. Cowboys next on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Back on Cowboys Crosstalk, live on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, presented by SWBC. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan, joined by six-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion, my partner Nate Newton, of yes, course. Three-time Hall of Famer of 105 through the fan, Chris yes, Arnold. Sir. And our Cowboys legend this week, Rocket Ismail, Woo! joining oh, us man. here live at the Cowboys Club, <laughs> getting us ready for Cowboys Jets. Week number two, SWBC Mortgage joined the more than 120,000 customers that we've helped to find their happier way home. Visit SWBCMortgage.com to find a pro today. There's an all-pro in the middle, Nate Noon, of this Jets defense named Quinnen Williams, Ooh. who was absolutely spectacular for the Jets a year ago and a breakout season for him. Let's start to break down this Jets defense that is really good 
Got the defensive rookie of the year from last year in Sauce Gardner, one of the best corners in the National Football League. What does this Jets defense present to Mike McCarthy, Brian Schottenheimer, and this Cowboys offense that could give them problems this Every, week? Everything, ev everything to a man except just take out Parsons. If you look at this defense, and even I, I, I tell people, please don't take this wrong. To a man, they can equal us except with Parsons. In one case, their, their inside guy, Quentin Williams, you just talked, is better. Mm. This dude here uh, only had two solo tackles and one uh, assist. But did you see the double teams? Yeah, did you see the pressure he brings? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. His, then he got a brother named Quint, Quincy Williams or something. This dude, he don't have to come out the field. Mm. He is what overshone. Look at this kid. He is what overshone. Him and C.J. Moses, what overshone is, mm. would have been if this kid never come off the field. They, if they don't want to, they don't have to go into a dime package or a nickel package because they have two linebackers that have the ability to cover and can run like straight antelopes. Ooh. I mean, if you just – if the wind blow the wrong way, they, they taking off, bro. Yeah, C.J. Mosley. They, they are nice. Yeah. And they come at you in waves. Mm -hmm. They come at you with uh, uh, um, uh, Thom uh, Thomas Solomon, uh, Michael Clemens. They come at you in waves. They, look here, bro. They didn't even play uh, Lawrence, Carl Lawrence, mm -hmm. because they wanted to wait for this game. This dude is a beast. They, I'm telling you, Coach – Salo mm -hmm. is his name. Robert Salo, yeah. Robert Salo. He has the same problem that uh, Coach Quinn has is how do I keep all of these dudes interested in this game? Right. Because he has depth. Well, you know he what? has untold depth. It's so funny you bring that all up because you talk about how they're just kind of like the Cowboys except yeah. for Michael Parsons is Michael Parsons. Yeah. To show you how right you are, that's why they spent all that money to get Aaron Rodgers. They're yes, like, sir. we are too good yes. and all we need is a quarterback? How much do you need Aaron Rodgers come up to New York City? And yeah. that's why, until they, you know, they won the game at the very end, it's like, you got to be kidding me. We are set up to go somewhere because the defense was set. Sala, for those who don't remember, came over from the 49ers. That's right. He was their defensive right. coordinator. And so he took his knowledge, and he had that set of players, and he added to it, and the defense is totally set. And yeah. Sauce came in last year. And look, like you said, look, watch out. The Rocky, Cowboys' office got the hands for. Look at here, look at here, Rocky. DJ Reed is the other corner, and he is more physical than Sauce. Mm, he yeah. is more physical. I mean, they to a man, and I'm telling you, in some positions, they may be better due to the experience and the bulkness of how they play. A lot of talent over there. Ninety-two yards rushing, Buffalo. Even though they Buffalo quarterback, I'm praying for you anyway. Go ahead. Josh Allen. <laughs> Rocket, this team and the Jets were able to pick themselves up. They were get, able to get an overtime win on the punt return for a touchdown. I'm sure you could appreciate it. What a play. Yeah, the, you the, yes. the, the, the you could probably return. appreciate that more yes. than anybody yes. to end the game. But the obvious, the psychological loss of Aaron Rodgers and what that means for the Jets, how is a play, you as a player able to pick yourself up after you see one of your stars go down and now knowing that you're going to be playing one of the best teams in the NFL, what do you as a player have to do to prep yourself to get ready for that, that game? Ooh-wee. That is a big one, man. I, um, Shucks, you got you to gotta remind yourself or somebody has to remind you that you're not in the NFL just by happenstance. Sure. Like, yeah. the fact that you're here is evidence that 
there's something about you, even if it hasn't manifested yet, there's something about you that has exactly what's necessary to help this team succeed. If I'm the offensive coordinator, and I'm sure all offensive coordinators do this, that doggone quarterback is getting every play that feels good for him. What's the number the seven, number 17, the receiver for uh, their, their top, their? Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wil- Wilson. Yeah, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. You're getting with uh, Wilson, yep. and you're not, you're hoping that you don't get behind early, and you're getting a heavy dose of their the, of the two running backs. Yeah, with Brees Hall there and uh, also Dalvin Cook. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. you're getting yeah. a heavy dose of them. Yep. And behind the scene, you're like, hey, defense, we need you. Yeah. We need this guy. He's growing up. He has to grow up before our eyes. But defense, we, we really need you. You got to be locked in. And I think the fact that Iron went down, it will, will help to galvanize, galvanize mm-hmm. and put people in a position like, okay, let's go. Laser focus, baby. I know yep. it's the city of dreams, but it's, hey, laser focus. I got I to gotta come back to this question for you. That punt return, which won the game in overtime, and like I said, Rocket, you could appreciate this. Right. You saw the replay. It was an amazing run. Yes. But I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the punter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so I'm yeah, yeah. like, yeah. you've been going past punters in your career, man. What did you think? I was like, that punter did ole. Oh, oh man, they, let me tell you something. <laughs> they used to call it a business decision. Yeah. But but but, but he didn't even make a business decision. No. He and literally, that punter doesn't even see himself when he visualizes his NFL career yeah. getting in the way of anything that looks like it might be able to run into him. Yeah. So in that particular case, he would have just been better <laughs> if he would have just uh, yes, laid, laid on the ground and started yes. rolling towards him. Like <laughs> right. he would have had Do a better chance to make something. some run yes. some interference yeah. so that maybe the momentum of the, the other part of the punt, return, the punt team would catch up to him. Yeah. Bruh, that I'm dude, like, that was, he's, he's somebody – he's. Somebody's yeah. getting him in, in a meeting. Exactly. You know, they, exactly. Getting, oh, he got a helmet on some pants. He didn't do nothing. He is getting. <laughs> he made a business decision. He, sure he, made, he made a business decision. <laughs> Speaking of that, obviously that game itself, when we look at this offensive line, Nate, a lot of questions about the Jets in the offensive line. You talked about with Zach Wilson a little bit, getting the ball to his playmaker, and Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. How does this offensive line look based on what they've got to do for Zach Wilson to help him maybe try to do something against this Cowboys defense and how they can get after what is a questionable offensive line for the Jets. They run the West Coast offense, a a version of the West Coast offense. It was with with Aaron and the way he runs it. But now they got to kind of fix this. The West Coast offense, believe it or not, is designed to help the offensive line to get the ball out of your hands, make a decision and get the ball out of your hands. Now all this quarterback has to do is don't – you don't have a third option. You're not Aaron Rodgers. You have one – even in this past game, he's trying to make something happen. You're not that guy. Coach Sala and, and, and Hackett has to come to him and say, son, this is who you are. Let us help you be better within this scheme, and this is who you are. Now the offensive line – they are what I call play-action pass across the front. Okay. As long as they are running the ball with some success, they're going to be able to block in this offense. But if it comes down, they can't get seven to nine points down because now you're asking them to do Ooh. their weakest thing, and that is pass right. block. Man. Right. They have to run the yeah. ball. They, they, whenever they get a chance to uh, 
in a punting situation, punt it into a corner and lock guys in, make guys. They got to play field position. And when they get a good uh, 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 scoring opportunity, they have to come away with seven. They have to. Three is not going to do it for them now, mm -hmm. even though I have mad respect for their defense. Sure. I have mad respect for their defense. I think one of the keys for this game you're going to be looking at, we talked about with the running backs, with Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. One of the things that the Cowboys struggled with last year, run defense. Yes. Yeah, they played buddy. well. It seemed like, obviously, bottling up Saquon Barkley in the Sunday night game. That's going to tell us a lot of me about what's going to happen on Monday, or excuse me, on Sunday afternoon. If they can stop this run, they can force Zach Wilson into third and long situations and possibly try to make them beat him. And if that's the case, now you're bringing in Stephon Gilmore. You're bringing Trayvon Diggs into play. You're bringing in a tr tremendous secondary that can get after Zach Wilson in I, that I way. I just believe this before you go. I just believe this. I believe Coach Sala is saying third and four is still a rundown for us. Oh. I, I, that's how I would play it, not, not, especially not, if I'm anywhere near the 50. Uh -huh. I'm until, like, you know what? Until proven otherwise, yeah. Yeah. yeah until they stop you. Until they stop you. They, and, and I mean convincingly stop yeah. me. Convincingly. And, and I would also, I would concur and say that you need to add the quarterback in that run option. Yes, sure. Yeah. IPO. Okay, Zach. Yeah. Zach, a he bit. can move, yeah. man. I mean, if I'm him, I'm like, read one, read two, get out. Yeah. And slide. Don't just be, yeah. but, but slide, <laughs> get out right. of bounds kind of thing. Yeah. You know what? On that running game. I'm telling y'all, watch out for Dalvin Cooks. He owns the Cowboys' defense traditionally. He always gets 100-plus yards against the Cowboys' defense. They have not really ever stopped him. They've stopped. When he was up there in Minnesota, they always stopped the quarterback, Kirk Cousins, but they never really stopped Dalvin Cooks whenever they played, even though they would beat the Minnesota Vikings. Right. And if they, were, they got a lead on the Vikings, well, then they were never running the ball anymore. But Cooks could be a – he could be an X factor in this game. But it's it's all it's all steam. I, I'm I'm telling you, that dude there, man. I I can't put my finger on who this guy remind me of, mm -hmm. but this, this this dude runs screens. Yeah, he, he's a lesser, and I hate to say it because he's a starter. He's a lesser Cooks. Uh -huh. He runs screens well. Uh -huh. He plays to the hole. He stays in the hole good. Mm -hmm. I mean, the dude is nice. Remember the running back for the Steelers who used to almost walk up to the line? Le'Veon Le Bell. Bell. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, he pick he, he pick and choose his spot. Yeah, and just, and, and, yeah you can stop him. Like, he can't go to this like Bell used right, to. Yeah. Right, right. He's just telling you. Mm. They got an advantage, and they know. They got two good backs. Yeah. yeah. They got, we are not going to get behind. We're not going to get more than seven points behind. Seven points behind you in a you in a, in today's NFL, you're still in the game. Right. Oh, Nine yeah. points, that's a different story. Mm -hmm. Let's take our next break right here on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC, Kevin Gray, Nate Newton, Chris Arnold, our Cowboys legend, Rocket Ismail, joining us live at the Cowboys Club. Coming up next, we get it to X Factors going into this game against the Jets. Jets without Aaron Rodgers, Cowboys off a historic beatdown of the Giants. What do they have to do to get a win against the Jets on Sunday afternoon? We talk about it next on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Crosstalk. Check this out. Live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Back on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC. SWBC PEO helping to alleviate the HR administrative burden that comes with running a business. Leave the worrying to us. Visit SWBCPEO.com to find out more. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan. Three-time Super Bowl champion Nate Newton. Three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. 
College Football Hall of Fame inducting 2019, Rocket Ishmael. Rocket! Joining us live Rocket at the Cowboys Ishmael. Club at the Star in Frisco. Appreciate him hanging out with us as we get you ready for Cowboys Jets week number two, 325 at AT&T Stadium. Gets the CBS treatment. That means Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson going to be on the call for CBS this week. So what's the over and under that Jim Nance will get to say some words? <laughs> oh, wow. Jim! 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 Tony, can I, Jim. Can I describe hey, I, I, the, the play? Best. We in, love Tony, in, though. In we defense, love Tony. In defense of Tony, yeah. I, I Tony. literally remember the play when they were at the old stadium and the, the, the snap was over-snapped or it was yes. fumbled, uh -huh. and he chased it. He chased it down and, and ran and all over the place. And it reminded me of when I was a little boy right. and you used to – Imagine yourself having a star type of a moment in the NFL when <laughs> yeah. I was like eight years old. And I'm like a rocket that smile. Da, 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 da. And his announcing reminds me also of when I would like the energy yeah. and the excitement and yeah. like, man, this is so amazing. And That's every, why they love it. And it's like everything is a wonder. Yes. And he has the the acumen and the experience to be able to break down yeah. what yeah. is going to happen, the percentages, blah, blah, blah. He so changed the game. I, I like that, he really man. Did. He changed I the like game that. He did. Yeah, he forced every other guy to try to, you know, the meetings you've been having every Saturday <laughs> night, we're going to talk a little bit on this TV about it. That's right. what Tony does. Uh -huh. he, he gets a little bit, and he does it without exposing the whole picture. Yeah. By the way, I got to yes. give Rocket his props. We were talking about this a little bit before we went on there. Back in, was it 2012, on 105.3 The Fan, Rocket was part of the post-game show, and I would do some post-games with him. Right, yeah. And he right. would review Tony Romo. That's right. And, and, and I saw that then. Yep, you saw and that you then. you could feel that energy. And that's a lot of times when you would get to the NFL, a lot of guys, because you're now taking a young rookie and you're putting them in an environment where it's the grizzled vets, and a lot of times the grizzled vets – have the say-so of what the culture of the locker room is. Uh -huh. And so if you come in there all rah-rah, it's like, hey, man, unless you win the Super Bowls, yeah. there ain't no rah-rah. And so then that can affect you. <laughs> yeah. But I used to yeah. love that he was able to be his authentic self, yeah. and you could feel it through the television. Let's start to break down this game between the Cowboys and the Jets. We started talking about the offense and defense. Let's talk about some X factors, Nate, going into this game, obviously, for a team in the Jets that were able to get an emotional win in overtime with the punt return touchdown after losing Aaron Rodgers. The Cowboys coming off a historic beatdown of the Giants. How did the Cowboys avoid a letdown in this game after what they did to the Giants, knowing that the Jets are going to be riding an emotional wave after what happened watch, on Monday night? Watch the film. Watch the film. These guys last year lost – out of the last six or seven games, they, lo they lost them all but one. The last eight games, they lost them all but one. Look at the score. Th these guys never say die. And now that you have a different offensive coordinator, you have a different offensive system, it, it, don't make mistakes. Look at the film. This team is mature enough, still with enough young players to have the enthusiasm that you're right, talking right. about, that everything is hungry, man. Just look at the film. Don't let the, the film is not going to lie to you. These Jets are not playing, man. They they adversity. It's two teams in this league that adversity don't mean nothing to them. That's Detroit because of their coach, right? And this and team Campbell. here, mm. they, they don't care. They don't care. They coach it over there, geeked up, rocked up, whatever. Yeah, ready like, to go. Yeah, like they just left the weight room. They yeah. ready, man. They ready. Man, I I I second that and. My answer would be because of the in every key position, starting at quarterback, 
or we got a superstar on right. our edge on defense. Yep. We got a, a star in the on, back in the, in the defensive backfield. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we have an X factor in our punt return, kickoff return, and starting to use them a lot more now. Turpin. Yeah. I really feel like the the ingredients that will say, hey, there's nothing about this this mix that is going to allow a letdown to happen. We have all well, the Cowboys have all of that. Yeah, I'm going to echo what, what Rock is saying. You got enough veteran leadership in that locker room. They are not, they look, they were happy they won it like that, but they're not getting caught up in that because they know how this team will be judged on how well they do in the playoffs. It's like, okay, we can right. be excited about this, but we got playoffs on our mind and we got to get there, stacking them up one at a time. That's it's, right. <laughs> and it's four teams that they got to go through. Yep. Eagles twice, yep. the Ooh. 49ers. Ooh. I can't think of my other team. It, the play, it, if you go in there as a wild card, you are through. Uh, Somehow, some way, yeah. you got to have a, the one week at home, and if if necessary, you got to have the best record in the NFC. I, I'm telling you, because you want that bye week. You, you love you, having yeah, that bye exactly. week. You need you need everything coming through Dallas. Yes. Yeah. But you. Oh. I'm telling folks, man. You lived it. Yeah. You lived it you back in the day. You need that coming through your house, man. You need. Yes. We hear <laughs> And you. they said it all. You got to have we, it come through that. I'm you. telling you, man. We, we When we look up in week 18 or week 19, we need to all be sitting here watching all of them 49er fans come through. through come to Dallas. Here. Right. Yeah. Hey, man, come on up into the club, man. Let me get you straight. <laughs> I'm serious. They're going to be passing out. Hey, man, y'all come hang out with come us hang here at the Cowboys you. Club. Chris, <laughs> tell me how the Cowboys get a win on Sunday against the Jets. We'll start offensively what they've got to do to be better against this really talented defense for the Jets. It starts with that offensive line, and those guys are feeling good about themselves uh, today. You and I were both in the Cowboys locker room. Right, right. The star. Right. And, Nate, you tell me how hard this is because I was talking to Terrence Steele about this. Terrence Steele gave up zero pressures, zero pressures against the Giants. Yeah. And obviously, Terrence Steele is, you know, he's on, on, the, uh, on the right side, right side tackle, yes. right tackle. He, he got his bag. But more importantly, he came back earlier. He's got, you got Zach Martin healthy. Uh, uh, Tyron's feeling good. Tyler Smith is still not quite back yet. Uh -huh. But I still think it's going to be about the offensive line. And I think you want to try to control the clock. Uh, you, you, I'm telling you. How hard is it to not give up a pressure? Let me say this right. He is a run. He, yeah. I, I say this in, in a more uh, subtle way than I did for the, for the Jets. He is a play-action pass guy. And you fall right into his wheelhouse when you ran that ball 30 times. Mm -hmm. The more this young Steele can lay his hands on you, then as the game go on and you pass a little bit more, it don't bother him because his confidence is soaring. Yeah. Uh, Biotis did not play as bad as everybody wanted him to. Right. Uh, I talked to Coach Mike Solari. He liked, you know him from he, back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah, back in the I, I, I talked to him about uh, Odaga. Is mm -hmm. I got that right? Yeah, Team Odaga. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And they like what he's doing. He can get better. He can get a little bit more, play with a little bit more leverage. Tyron is Tyron as long as he's healthy. That's yeah. right. And so this offensive line has confidence. But I am telling you, Turn on the film, brothers. Go get the NFL All-22. That dude, number 95, 
It's something special. Yeah, Quentin Williams. And he's in the middle of our the offense. Yep. When you say something special, is he on the level with Aaron Prime, Aaron He's Donald? right up under Aaron like this oh, right okay, here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Aaron Donald, he's right up under uh -huh. because where Aaron can take over a game, yeah. he's not yet taking over a game. But he frees up everybody yeah. to do their thing. I'm telling you now, if, 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 if we take Parsons and put Parsons over there, he would – if our partner said, these guys going to get me three more sacks, uh -huh. I promise you number 95 will get him four more. <laughs> I mean, that's how bad mm. this boy is. Mm. He's a beast. Yeah, Quentin Williams. I, 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 don't, I, I love what I love, bro, and that's a dog. Mm. I just think I hear him barking. <laughs> oh, he was an all-pro last year, had a breakout it's year. Quentin Williams, see? See? We're not trying to get him stirred up. We're not trying to get him stirred up. Trying to keep him, trying to keep him at bay. The two numbers, gentlemen, are 70 and 44. The number 70, Dow said the NFL in both takeaways with 70. Right. Wow. And interceptions, 44, since Dan Quinn has arrived as defensive coordinator wow. in 2021. That's what they they take do. away the football, and they get after teams in terms of takeaways. That's going to be huge because you got a quarterback who may be a little bit uncomfortable with this pass rush. You saw what Micah Parsons was able yes, to do, yes. taking on double teams, freeing up Osa, Dicky Zuwa to be able to get after the quarterback. And Chauncey. Yeah, and Chauncey Golson as well was able to get after the quarterback. So I think Rocket, your man Zach Wilson, might be in a little bit of trouble looking at that Dan Quinn defense, knowing that number 11, that line's going to be hungry to get after him on Sunday afternoon. Hey, man, and, and so to my a point I made earlier, Run, Zach, run, because run. <laughs> don't be back there trying to make it too too, too difficult, man. Yeah, hey, you don't you. see it open, get out. Get out of harm's Especially way. Especially early in the game. Yeah. I'm telling you, early in the game, oh, The man. crowd's going to be into it, too, in that game. Also, don't forget the Cowboys secondary is so versatile. I mean, yeah. some yeah. of those safeties yeah. playing linebacker, yeah. and they all know Bail. how to punch the ball out. Yeah. That's what creates a lot of those takeaways for them. It's not just the picks. It can be the punch-out plays. They can, they can do it all. So you got to watch, you got to have a head on a swivel for you on offense. One of my favorite plays from last week, Isaiah Hodges gets a catch. Trayvon Diggs runs him down, still effort. The Cowboys are blowing out the Giants, runs him down, punches out the football, causes a turnover. That told me that no matter what the score is at any point in the game, the effort is going to be there for this team. Wow. And Trayvon Diggs was able to display that. I thought that was one of the biggest plays mm -hmm. in the game, even though the Cowboys had the game well in hand. Trayvon was all over the place. You talked about it with the punching out of the football. I think he personified that in that game on Sunday night against the Giants. It's going to be one heck of a football game between these two teams. We're going to see what happens on Sunday afternoon between the Cowboys and the Jets. Let's take our next break right here on Cowboys Crosstalk presented by SWBC. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan. Three-time Super Bowl champion Nate Newton. Three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. And our Cowboys legend Rocket Ishmael joining us live right, right at the time, Cowboys the Club here at the Star in Frisco. Coming up next, we're going to try to catch up with the Rocket here at the Cowboys Club. Let's see what he's been up to. And then get predictions going into Sunday afternoon. We do that all next on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Cowboys Crosstalk, live from the Cowboys Club at the Star in Frisco. Final time here on Cowboys Crosstalk, presented by SWBC, live on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Kevin Gray of 105 through the fan, three-time Super Bowl champion Nate Newton, three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold, and our Cowboys legend Rocket Ismail joining us live at the Cowboys Club. Let's thank our final partner tonight, Liberty Tax. Liberty Tax is a proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Schedule an appointment today at libertytax.com slash cowboys. 
Cowboys, Jets, 325 at AT&T Stadium. First home game of the 2023 NFL season. Before we get to predictions for that game, let's catch up, if we can, with our Cowboys legend, Rocket Ismail, Ismail. joining us at the Cowboys Club. Rocket, appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. What's been going on in your world these days as you've been keeping up with the NFL and everything else going on? Okay, so I've been keeping up with my Irish, of course, you know, that's right. Football, Shout out to Marcus know, they're, Freeman, they're, head coach there. They're, they're still in their preseason, but, you know, no disrespect <laughs> to the other teams. Ohio State is when the season starts. Uh, that's one. Uh, then in the college football realm, still got a, a, a close eye on Coach Prime. Coach Prime. Yeah. And, and, yes. and I want to ask you guys something. Okay, okay. Do you see, and I saw this uh, immediately, especially at the home game, the influence of Jerry Jones on how Coach Prime and the – pre-game and with all of the, oh. the fanfare before the game and the celebrities everywhere. Uh, all over the place. Getting the energy like on a high level. Did yes. you guys? Yeah. Stephen A. was there. That, Shannon no, Sharp no, was I'm there. Michael Irvin yeah. was there. I remember when I was on the, we were in uh, Carolina and we were playing uh, either Monday night or Sunday night football game here. It was, the stadium was electric. The sideline had all kinds of celebrities, dignitaries, <laughs> people of importance and significance. Right, right, now, right. COVID has, has shut that down a little bit. Right. But when I saw that, I was like, man, in Coach Prime's, if you know how they say, who's your coaching tree? Right. He's, I would say the influence of Mr. Jones yes. in what we see as the marketing power of Colorado Right. Dion mm -hmm. and everybody associated with what he's doing, like magnified on such a level. I just get, want to give a shout out to Mr. Jones. I think that's. Do you feel like I'm off base, or you feel no, like that's? You, you right on. Okay, yeah, okay, right on. okay, okay. So uh, that, uh, so those three. I, the, the primary thing, uh, adjusting my parenting style, because now all my children are in their twenties. So it's like I got a parent for young adults now. They don't ever leave. And, and it's crazy, man, because it, it, the, it, the crazy part is how in the world do you still need money from me, but you, but you don't got to listen to nothing I say? Right. right. I don't understand that dynamic. Something about that is not right. right. It's called. Okay, so that's it. Yeah. That and, and then I would say uh, on a serious note, I, I work uh, – part-time with the NFL Legends community, mm -hmm. and That's awesome. we're making sure that all legends, we call all, anybody who's had an opportunity to play in the NFL legend, or really a legend is just a worthwhile story, mm -hmm. somebody whose sure. story you remember and you can recall. That's, that's keeping a legend of what was accomplished historically, and being able to make sure those guys, and myself included, know any benefits, any perks, anything mm -hmm. that they've earned during their time in the league to make sure that they're taking advantage of it. And the new initiative that's been in, this is going to uh, second year, is the NFL designated hospital network right. from a mental health standpoint, sure. physical that's health awesome. standpoint, mm -hmm. and a preventative standpoint. It has resources, $25,000 every year towards any mental health resources. $25,000 a year toward preventative health resources and $50,000 every year for any type of operation, medical, right, things of that yeah. nature. That's what's up. And That's so incredible. we want to make sure that that word gets out. And if anybody is listening who, is a, uh, who played in the league, go to nfl.players.com, sign up, and 
get activated, man, because there's a lot of benefits out there for us, and we got to make sure we use them. That's incredible good. work good there, man. being able to keep everyone connected right. and having an understanding of what's available to them. That's incredible yes, work yes, by sir. you and your team there. So let's get to what's going to be happening on Sunday yes, afternoon, 325 at AT&T Stadium. As I mentioned, first home game of the 2023 NFL season, Cowboys, Jets, both of these teams looking to move it to 2-0. Only one of them can do it. I know who Nate is picking to win this game. I'm yeah, but I got a prediction. Oh, oh, you yeah, have yeah, a, yeah. a yeah. breaking yes, news sir. on yes, Cowboys Crosstalk. Nate Newton yes, has a prediction <laughs> for the game on Sunday. You have the floor, sir. Let yes, me know sir, how man. this is we, going down. We're going to beat these dudes in the ground. And when the final score say up there, Cowboys three, Jets zero. <laughs> three to oh, zero. Wow. <laughs> wow. Defense still ain't gave up no points. What? <laughs> oh, my let down. goodness. Oh, my he says three to zero. Wait That's, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a, hold on. Hold on now. All right. So we got Young Cook. I mean, he did pick the Cowboys to win. So good job. Good job. We got Young Cook. <laughs> we got uh, eight, that the new 88. Right. And we have um, my man Gal uh, Gallup. Gallup. Yep. Gallup. yep. Somewhere in there, it got to be some kind of spark that's going to get beyond you three. Think, yeah, somebody going to score some points. Somebody, well, I'm, I'm, y'all, I'm asking y'all. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you tell us. CD Lamb go handle yeah. business. You Michael Gallup, Brandon so Cooks. What's yeah. your prediction? You the receiver. You supposed to, you yeah. got to let us Bro, know. I'm saying if you, well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> because I, and I'm, I'm saying it because I hadn't laid eyes on them right. other than in the highlights. I feel like, are we out of the? When you guys seeing the game, are we out of the potential realm and into the actualizing, you know, who you yeah. are supposed to be realm yet on the receiver side? Is that what sure. do you guys yeah. think? Yeah. yeah. CeeDee Lamb, yeah. four catches, yeah. 77 yards, had a really good game, okay. I thought. Okay. I think he's ready, as he did last year, second team All-Pro, to continue that ascension. Okay. I think we have a chance to see that. That's going to be my most fun matchup. If I'm going to have a prediction for this game, watch CeeDee Lamb versus Sauce Gardner in this game Ooh. and what those two are going to be doing. Sauce, whatever he's matched up with, Michael Gallup or CeeDee Lamb, whomever he's matched up against, that's going to be one hell of a matchup to watch between he and these Cowboys receivers on Sunday. Do you think the three or whatever the secondary for the Jets happens to be, and I know Sauce is the one that gets all the attention, do you think across the board receivers versus DBs that they're matched up evenly or do we have any little advantage? It's even. It's, it's even. even. Yes, sir. Okay. They didn't DJ look at the Reed tape. all of them. It's even, bro. It's going to be a battle. So what's really? your prediction, Rocky? What's your prediction? All right. Since it's even, the prediction, and you said your boy is a little, not quite Sam, uh, not quite uh, Arnold right. from the Rams D on the D-line. Um, I'm going to say 24-17 Cowboys. Okay, 24-17 Cowboys. Last week I said it's going to be, I mean, this last game, first game I said it's going to be 24-10. to 10, It was 40 right. to nothing. I'm still going <laughs> to stick with that 24. Right. This time I'm going to put a O next to a oh. 24 to nothing. Ooh, and mind another you, shutout, back I'm to also going to make a prediction that Stephon Gilmore get another pick. He got 30 oh. for his career now. And guess what? They, they describe him best. You tell me if I'm wrong about this, Rocket. They call him a route reader. He's seen every route, tree, everything. You can't fool this man. And he's the biggest steal in the NFL as far as getting somebody to switch teams. So if he's a route okay. reader, that means he's a film nerd. There you go. Yeah. He's a definite got film nerd. He ain't got no other trouble with Coach Harris. And to go beyond it, yeah. and to go beyond it, not only is he a film nerd, but he's the. it sounds like he's the kind of guy 
that studies the coordinators and oh, their yes. tendency yes. over the span that he's been in the league. That's spot That's on. It. Yeah. It's like primetime. So the three-time All-Famer calling for back-to-back shutouts well, against these New yes, York teams. 24 uh, to nothing. I'm going to go 30 to 19 Cowboys over the Jets. 30 to 19. I think it's going to be a double-digit win. Zach Wilson's going to be in hell. Watching <laughs> Micah Parsons, <laughs> Quinn, er, watching Osa Digizua, Demarcus Lawrence, they're going to get after him. And this offensive line for the Jets not going to know what hit him on Sunday afternoon. I'm going to take Cowboys 30 to 19 on Sunday. Appreciate Rocket Ismail for joining us this week thank you, thank you, on Rob, Cowboys Crosstalk. Yes, really appreciate sir. you making out with us. As always, appreciate my yeah. partner, my three yeah, time Super Bowl champion, mm-hmm. six time Pro Bowler Nate, for joining me, Nate Newton, and of course, the three time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold of 105 3 The Fan. We'll be back next week to recap Cowboys Jets. Cowboys Jets on Sunday afternoon, 325 on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Brad Sham, Babe Loffenberg, Christy Scales will have the call for you, and the game will be on CBS. Until next week on Cowboys Crosstalk and the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, my name is Kevin Gray. We'll talk to you all later. Y'all be good. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!